Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another new car podcast. Today, we are diving into the 2022 Bentley Bentayga S. Now, this news isn't actually new, but it might have flown under your radar. So I thought, you know, even if it's old, I've got to cover it. And it debuts with sportier styling, V8 power, and plenty of Alcantara. The Bentley Bentayga lineup is expanding as the company has introduced a new S variant that joins the existing standard V8, plug-in hybrid, and W12-powered flagship models. Designed to deliver heightened agility and presence, the Bentayga S features a sportier exterior with tinted lighting units, gloss black accents, and a larger rear spoiler for increased aerodynamic stability at speed. Does that mean it creates downforce, though? Does it create downforce? That, that's what I want to know. Is it an upside-down airplane wing? I think we have to ask that question, right? I move on. Elsewhere, there's a free-flowing sports exhaust system that delivers enhanced character and volume for a more performance-oriented feel. It's joined by 22-inch wheels, which are available in three different finishes. They are silver-painted as standard, but gloss black and black-slash-bright polished finishes are also available. The sporty styling continues in the cabin as designers added fluted, whatever the hell that is, seats with embroidered S logos on the backrests. The model also boasts unique trim, illuminated tread plates, and a digital instrument cluster source from the, from the Bentayga Speed. Of course, the most noticeable change is a sea of Alcantara upholstery. The stylish material can be found on the seats, steering wheel, gear selector, and the headliner. Power is provided by a twin-turbo 4-liter V8 engine that produces 542 horsepower, 404 kilowatts or 550 PS, and 568 pound-feet or 770 newton meters of torque. It's connected to an 8-speed automatic transmission and a standard all-wheel drive system. This enables the crossover to accelerate from 0 to 60 miles per hour or 0 to 96 kilometers per hour in 4.4 seconds before hitting a top speed of 180 miles per hour or 290 kilometers per hour. While those specifications are shared with the Bentayga V8, the Bentayga S features an active anti-roll control system that can react in less than a second. The crossover's torque vectoring system has also been recalibrated. While Sport Mode offers improved steering feel, greater turn and response, and further reduced body roll thanks to a 15% increase in air suspension damping. Now all that may sound jolly good, but if I'm honest with you, it seems like the Bentayga S is more of an appearance package than it is... It seems to be, it seems to have more appearance changes than mechanical changes. Having said that, I do like the appearance changes. I do like the rear wing, I do like the black accents that can be found around the car, and I do like the split oval exhaust tips. But, I do still wish it had more mechanical changes. I mean, yes, you have 15% stiffer damping, so, so, the, so the crossover, as they call it, so the SUV doesn't roll as much, and yada yada, but... And of course, the you know the free flowing exhaust and the rest of it. Sport mode provides better, better turn in, better feel, etc. But yeah, it does seem to mostly be an appearance package with a few choice improvements and or changes here and there. It's it's not a massive change from the Bentayga V8. It just makes the Bentayga V8 that little bit sportier. That's really what it is. It's not a massive departure. From the Bentayga V8. It's just a think of it as a Bentayga V8 Plus. That's what it is. Like a Porsche Cayenne Turbo, this is like a Turbo S, but less different than a Turbo to a Turbo S. But in any case, yeah. So I do like the looks. I do like the black accents everywhere. I do like the exhaust tips. I'd probably give it a ooh, I think I'm gonna give it a 6.6. 6. 6. 6. Yeah, 6.6 or 6.7. I really don't like the way 
the face of the Bentayga's grill sits on its face. It's, I don't know, it's it's a little bit, it's not, it's not obnoxious because it's not as big as some other grills. I just think it's a bit ugly. It looks like a massive pig nostril, and so I'm not a fan of that. I actually like the way the old Bentayga looked a bit better. But yeah, the rear, I like the spoiler, I like the Continental-style taillights. Yeah, so 6.6, 6.7. The face is honestly the worst, for me anyway, is the worst part of the face of the Bentayga. If we go into the, if we go to the interior, if I can even find it. Oh, the S-badge is kind of cool. Okay, I also like the wheels. That's really cool. Where's the interior? So, I don't know what the Bentayga V8 interior normally looks like, but I have to imagine the S is a little bit sportier still. And I'm not complaining. I like the, I like the red accent on the lower half of the dash. It basically, the red here traces some of the outlines that you see in the interior instead of taking up like, most of the dash again it's really just a red outline it's it's a red highlight it's an quite literally it's an accent for the most part now that, that's not to say that it's just stitching no but bentley has done a pretty good job being a bit restrained with their usage of red so it keeps it tasteful but it adds the aggression i would expect of an s of an of a model named s for any model frankly any any model that has s as a trim level should be a bit sporty and i think bentley has got the right balance of sporty yet luxurious and a bit restrained here now honestly i'm not sure i really have much to say about the interior beyond that it just looks like a standard bentley interior that's not a bad thing though it looks great i do like the the tile texture actually that we have on the on the dash insert here that's a really nice touch it, god that looks amazing you know it's sort of like it's not i don't think it's in the shape of like snakeskin but it's got that same tile texture to it where they almost overlay each other again it's gorgeous I want more cars to have that. That is fantastic. Yeah, interior, I'd say 7.7. .7. Really nice interior. It's not, and I always say 7.7, .7, not because it's bad, not because the materials are bad, whatever. It's just that it doesn't, it's not a great departure from, it's not a massive departure from what Bentley has been doing. That's why I'm not giving it like an 8 or a 9. I mean, I'm not going to give it a 9 because it's not a perfect interior, but I'm not going to go higher than 8 as it's the same thing we've seen from Bentley for at least two years now since the new Continental came out. Once again, though, not a bad thing. Brilliant interior. I was going to say, I kind of like the silhouette of the Bentayga as well. I, not from this angle, because I can still see the face, but it's it's a very muscular-looking SUV, I have to say. I really like the, the character line that gives the car, kind of gives it, I, I don't want to say hips, but it gives it a haunch, right? Just below, just below the greenhouse area, and then on the Bentayga at least, it gives it a haunch, and then it goes... Not vertically down, but it goes at, what, like a 45, more than a 45 degree angle into the door surface there. I like that a lot. It adds, it adds some athleticism. It breaks up the surface. It makes it, it, it helps to make the Bentayga not look slab-sided. That's what it ultimately does. So I think it's, I think it's a great addition. Even if it, even if it does look a little bit weird in certain lighting conditions, like in the photo I'm looking at here where there's a massive shadow, there's a massive shadow on the top, top side of the, top side of the, it's not, it's not a, is it a crease? I wouldn't call it a crease character line, for lack of a better word. But yeah, there's this, there's a dramatic shadow on the top of the character line there. That's a little bit weird. But yeah, so I like the way it looks. I like the black accents. I do wish it was more of a... It's almost like it's a, it's a Bentley GTS model, but even less than that. I wish it was... It's like a sport chrono package. That's what it's like. The Bentley Bentayga V8S, or the Bentley Bentayga S, whatever... I, well, I think it's Bentley Bentayga's, but it does come with a V8, so it almost makes you—it almost makes you wonder why they didn't call it the V8s. But then again, that's almost a mouthful and rather unnecessary. But yeah, getting back to what I was saying though, it's a sport chrono 
Bentley Bentayga. It's a little bit more than a normal V8, but it's not the full-on GTS. That's what it is. Not bad. It, see, and that light, I actually like it a lot more because because then it's not it's not really its own thing. In, in the same way that the original Aston Martin DBS wasn't really a DBS, it was a DB9S. That's how this makes sense. It's not a it's not a Bentley Bentayga S. It's a Bentley Bentayga V8S. That's what it. It's not its own model. It's just a sport Chrono Bentayga. Yeah. I'll bump it up to a 7. I'm going to bump, not for looks, but overall I'm going to bump it up to like a 7.4. 7.3 actually, 7.3. It's just a slightly hotter Bentley V8, or sorry, Bentley Bentayga, sorry, a slightly hotter Bentayga V8. And you always need a slightly hotter version of a hot car already. Yeah, I like it. What do you guys think though? Do you like it? Do you hate it? Is it unnecessary? Do you think, like me, they should have just made it a sport package rather than its own trim level? Let me know in the comments below. And in the meantime, I hope you all enjoyed. If you did, like, comment, what is it? Like, share, and follow the podcast and comment if you can. You have to do that on the Podbean app though, which is lame. And in the case though, if you enjoyed on YouTube as well, please make sure to like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, hey, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road, but you don't have want the Podbean mobile app, hey, not a problem. Boot up wherever you get your podcast. Type in Cody's Car Conundrum and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I will see you all next time. Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I, and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover slash talk about slash make a video regarding something specific or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, you'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next, You'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now it's time to close. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.